glory, hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. It's my pleasure to be here. This is Pastor David Eze. And by the grace of God, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Praise Ministry International here in the city of Lagos. God has given me the mandate of destiny recovery and restoration. And that's why I'm here today to share the word of God with you. And I trust God that this word will bring change that you desire in your life in the name of Jesus. I'd like us to pray as we look at the word of God. Father, we thank you. We ask that you breathe upon your words in the name of Jesus. Let this word bring absolute change, reformation, revival, restoration, and recovery to your people in the name of Jesus. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want to share on the subject or on the title, on the topic, Who did this to you? Who did this to you? And I want us to look at a certain scenario in the book of John, chapter 5. Chapter 5, verse, verse 1, it says, And there was a great feast of the Jews, and Jesus said unto Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethsaida, having five bushes. In this lay a great multitude of impotent folks, of blind, hot, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Praise God. Now, the Bible said, in this pool, there we are great people, but who we are impotent. They were incapacitated. They were, their life was messed up. They were paralyzed, dysfunctional, unproductive, could not make progress as a result of fear of what they are going through or where the devil has kept them. Now, the question I'm asking you is who is responsible for what you are going through? Who has done this to you that you can't see anymore, that you can't move anymore, you are no longer productive, you can no longer make progress, your life has been paralyzed, your life has been put to its full stop, you can't move forward anymore, your life has been paralyzed. This man, the Bible said, a certain man was paralyzed, he was impotent, he was he, he was messed up for 38 good years, this man was messed up, could not marry, could not have children, could not build a company, could not fulfill his destiny, could not do anything meaningful. He was living at the mercy of people. Who has kept you in this kind of mess? Now, when you are supposed to be helping other people, people are now helping you. When you are supposed to be in charge, situations are now in charge of you. When you are supposed to be controlling things, things are now controlling you. Who has messed up your life to a point that you are now living at the mercy of alcohol? Who has messed up your life to a point that you now want to commit suicide? Who has messed up your life that you are now at the point of giving up? This man, the Bible 
Bible says for 38 good years, he was paralyzed, he was important, could not do anything meaningful. What kind of life is this? 38 good years. Minus 38 years from his life, what do you think that is left for him? I want you to know that there are some certain things that we go through that are not normal. They are not normal. You may just think, well, I'm just going through. Well, it's just normal, you know, that at a certain age, you know, some certain things are bound to happen. You know, maybe because of the family that I was born into, maybe because of these, and you try to justify what you're going through. This man's situation was a critical one. Let me tell you, what you're going through is not ordinary. This, Satan must be behind this. There was a certain man that was healed in the Bible, and the disciples asked, they asked, who did this? Who is responsible for this? And I asked you today, who is responsible to what you're going through? And I want you to know, sometimes we try to trace it. You may try to trace it through your bloodline. Sometimes you try to trace it by, you know, the environment where you have found yourself. Maybe you've tried to trace it through the relationship that you have kept. But let's see, I want you to know that behind what you're going through is the devil. Behind what you're going through is Satan, the arch enemy of your life who does not want you to make progress. The Bible describes him that in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Sure. But Jesus said, I have come that they may have life, that you will have life and have it more abundantly. That is the plan of the devil. Let me tell you, what you're going through right now is not the end of your life. God has a plan for you. As a matter of fact, your life, your future is not determined by what you are going through or what you have gone through. Your future your life is determined by what the word of God says about you. So I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today to pick up your life because God has not finished with you. There's still another chapter of your life that is yet to be opened. God is interested in your life. God wants to give you another chapter. He wants to open a new page of your life that people have never seen before. People have always seen you messed up, frustrated, at the point of death, begging here and there in shame and in reproach. But today, God is opening a new page. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered the heart of man. What God has prepared for those who love him. The Bible says, Everyone that is born of God is like the wind that blow it here and there. Nobody can tell. Let me tell you, those who think that they have known everything about you, uh, they are about to be shocked. They are about to be surprised because a new chapter of your life is opening now in the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Jesus perceived by the Spirit what this man was going through and the bible said jesus decided to approach him jesus decided to move towards his direction today i see god moving towards your direction i see god moving to rescue you from that mess it doesn't matter the chain that has held you bound it doesn't matter what what you're going through or how, how long you've been there god is coming for you in the name of jesus the Bible 
saying in verse 5, a certain man was there for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? What a great question. I ask you today, how desperate are you for a change? Are you ready to get out of where you are? Are you not tired of what you're going through? Are you not tired of that mockery? Are you not tired of living at the mercy of people? Jesus asked him, would you like to be made whole? Do you want me to discharge you before the doctor? Do you want me to... No, the, the, the doctors who have kept you on that sick bed and, and uh, you are now living at their mercy. Do you want me to discharge you right now? Do you want me to release you from that prison? Do you want me to break that chain? Do you want me to set you free right now from what you're going through? Do you want deliverance? Do you want healing? Do you want the fruits of the womb? Do you want that relationship to work? Do you want a new business? Do you want to go forward? Jesus asked him a very critical question that he needed to answer. Jesus wanted to provoke faith in him. And unfortunately, he began to make excuses. The impotent man answered and said, Sir, as a sign of respect, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another stepped in. You can, you can see that this man was actually unhonest enough. He was, he was trying to paint the, you know, give Jesus the true picture of things. But can I tell you something? There's nothing that is hidden before God. He didn't realize who was standing before him. That the omnipotent himself was standing before him. The omnipotent himself is standing. The all-knowing God. The all-breasted one. The almighty Afanumig. Beginning and the end. The resurrection and the life. Himself is standing before him. Jesus does not need your explanation. He will not change any situation. He said, I have no, my problem is that I don't have any man. Many a times we complain of people not willing to help us, of people who have abandoned us, people who have, who, who have forgotten us, you know, maybe like the case of, you know, uh, 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 Joseph who interpreted dreams of people in the prison and they were released and they abandoned him and they forgot him. Today, the Lord will remember you in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter who has forgotten you or those who have abandoned you. Jesus is coming for you right now in the name of Jesus. God will remember you. He said, when I try to jump in, when I try to gather myself, as, when I try to jump into the water, before I could try, before I could, you know, summon up courage, before, you know, you know it, somebody who is smarter than me, somebody who has more strength than me, somebody who has more connection than me, has jumped in ahead of me. He said, that's my case. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. I can't help myself. And I don't even have anyone to help me. I, I could look, I, I could, I can imagine Jesus looking at him. I could, I could, I can imagine Jesus nodding his head. I said, yes, 
You are right, you are right. But, but that's why I'm here. That, that, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here because of you. For, forget about those people. I'm here because of you. And I want you to know, you that's under the sound of my voice right now, Jesus is right there where you are. He is right there where you are. Whether you are in a hospital bed or in the prison, whether you are on the sick bed or not, no matter where you are, Jesus is right there at that situation and he will deliver you today in the name of Jesus. And Jesus could not waste time. There was no need for any protocol. Jesus looked at him and said, get up. I release you. I discharge you. I set you free. <laughs> I set you free. You don't need to wait for the angel. I'm here myself. That's why I came. I saw you and I came to deliver you. I speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. By the power in the name of Jesus, I break that chain over your life. In the name of Jesus, whatever has tied you down, by the power in the name of Jesus, I bring that chain over your life. Be free now in the name of Jesus. Oh, can you just pray in the Holy Ghost? Can you just pray in the Holy Ghost if you can? Now say after me by faith. Say after me like you mean it. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, any arrow that is fired into my destiny, fired into my body, fired into my life, by any man, by any power, by any force that has paralyzed my life, paralyzed my destiny. Today, I command that arrow to come out in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray. Casatoria, I command by the authority in the name of Jesus that arrow of paralysis, that arrow of sudden death, that arrow of of typhoid, that arrow of cancer, that arrow of poverty, that arrow of sudden death, you are destroyed. I break your power. I command you to lose your grips over their lives. Be free now. Come out in the name of Jesus. Malando Shantale Kasutoriabaraba. Rike Sitorian Karabashande Sitoriaba. In the name of Jesus, we prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. One thing that was pronounced in that story, the Bible said that Jesus knew that he's been there for a long time. Tonight, by the authority, in the name of Jesus, I put an end to that prolonged predicament that you're going through. In the name of Jesus, say after me, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I put to an end that prolonged battle in my life, that prolonged suffering in my life, that prolonged toil in my life. I command you to end, end. I end that battle. I end that mess in the name of Jesus. Malita Zukoma, go ahead and pray. We put on end. We put on end. We put on end that prolonged battle. That prolonged battle. That prolonged battle over your life, over your destiny. I command it to end now. 
May the strength of the Almighty, the power of the Holy Ghost, come upon you now, heal you, and deliver you now. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. If you believe, say amen. If you believe, say amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'd like you to know that destiny recovery and restoration begins at the point of salvation. So if you are not saved, you are not safe. I'd like you to say after me, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I cannot pretend that I'm righteous. Therefore, I come before you and I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I ask today that you forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Remove my name from the book of those going to hell. And write my name in the book of life. Jesus, today I accept you into my heart and into my life to be my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Father. I declare I'm born again in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Say amen. Amen. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this, this podcast. In case you, you want to support our mission outreaches, in case you want to support the work of God that we are doing globally, I want to encourage you to send a seed or an offering, whatever God puts in your heart and in your hands to be a support so that this work can move from the, this level to the next phase. Partner with us and the Lord will bless you. So to do that, you can call me on 070-3736-5400. Again, 070-3736-5400. If you are outside of this country, Nigeria, you can put the code plus two three four, then seven zero three seven three six five four zero zero. You can also connect with me, Pastor David Aze, on Facebook, or you can check me on Anchor. Check me on Anchor, David Aze, Destiny Recovery on Anchor. You will also get more of my podcast on that platform. Until I come your way again, stay strong. Stay focused. You are blessed.